Welcome to the Tuesday, December 14th edition of Baseball Today. Ploof and Rose reunited. I got to tell you, you know, because of the whole lockout, we're doing this new Tuesday, Thursday schedule. So that means I go all the way from Thursday to Tuesday without seeing that smiling face. It's very difficult for me, I have to admit. I think I called you this weekend. I'm pretty sure you yeah, believed me. You did. Yeah. I think it was an audio FaceTime call. So that I took that as a butt dial. No, that's how I'm going to call you because I get bad service at my house, man. Pick up my calls. Come on. We're friends. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, you, you should have texted like, no, really, I like know. pick up. Well, it was, I don't think it was anything important. I think I just wanted to say something to you. I don't yeah. even remember what it was now. So interesting. Um, you were in my neck of the woods yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was in yours on Saturday night. I went to a big old 50th birthday bash in the... Uh, hoity-toity area that you live i saw that like i knew that you were in my neighborhood because a, a few of my neighbors were posting the same cool like background that you were posting so yeah how was it it was amazing this this family we went uh our uh he turned 50 right before the pandemic like it was the last thing we did before the pandemic mm-hmm. february like mid to late february of 2020 and she just turned 50 and their house is just insane. Their backyard's amazing. They they uh, recently went on a safari, so she wanted to make it a safari theme. So that's why I was wearing the leopard print shirt. Ox. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, you know, our friends went dressed as the king and queen of Zamunda, uh, which was very funny. So nice. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was great. It was, and you went to the you went to the Rams Monday night game. I did. Had a great time. Dude. We were skeptical, obviously, going in there. The Cardinals whooped up on the Rams last time they played them. We did. And then we had five star. I'm saying we. The Rams had five starters out because of COVID. Yeah. Um, which I had the news before it broke. I should have texted you, but I, I didn't yeah. know. You know. It would have been great. I knew it all. Wow. But anyways, they get the victory. We flew back last night. It was great. Nice. So I'm wearing a Florence Flamingos hat. Um, I had this you know, at some point during the summer, a lot of the minor league teams and college teams, you know, college kid summer league teams, I should say, sending me stuff. Well, the Flamingos reached out recently and they were like, we want to send you our new hat. So here's the old hat for those of you that are joining us on YouTube. And here is the new hat, which is freaking awesome. It is hot pink. It is. The logo is amazing. It's a Flamingo with a baseball in its beak. Really cool. So, (laughs) We will. You look, uh, you look good. I know, right? Is this amazing? I never would have thought like hot pink would look good on you, but you rock it, man. Right? It's an awesome hat. It is one of my favorites. So, can you eat um, flamingos? What's that? Can you eat flamingos? Stop. That's it. What? That's where the discussion ends. Don't even bring that up. Enough. <laughs> okay. No. Do we? They probably on, taste dude. good. They eat shrimp and stuff like that. I bet you they taste delicious. Stop. You're not okay. even a hunter. I'm not. I'm not Robbie. What does this say? It's too small for my eyes when you put it up on the screen like that. What, is, what says, are you uh, hunting and eating flamingos is illegal in the United States? Okay, I'm gonna turn you in. I love you, T. <laughs> I will had turn one. you in if you start fillet, filleting flamingo. I'm just gonna I go won't to have it. All right, God. can we get to some baseball news, please? Because there's a ton of it during the lockout, mm-hmm. but we do find always some interesting little articles about teams that are interested in this guy once the lockout is, is ended. Mm. Um, 
New York Daily News said that the Yanks are one of many teams poking around on free agent left-handed all-star starter Carlos Rondon. Rodon. Rodon. I was going to say, who's that? <laughs> it's been a while since I've had to say a name. You know, you, know, know. you get a little uh, brain fog at this time of day. So anyway, the point is, is that the Yankees are one of many teams interested in guy who had a, basically a career year for the White Sox. Um, would you be hesitant to give him a multi-year deal based on his injury history? Not one bit, not hmm. one bit at all, Chris. I mean, look at this guys. You have to go back and kind of look at his career and, and, and take a big picture. Look at it. Step back a little bit. Okay. Yes. He's had some injuries. He had TJ in 2019, even had soldier shoulder surgery in 2017, but the other years are good. The guy came up at 22 years old. I remember him. I remember facing him maybe one of his first starts. Mm-hmm. He's got filthy stuff. 2015, great year. 16, 17, 18, solid years. Not great years. Uh, then the injuries happen. And then what changed with him this year, why he was so much better, is just control. He didn't walk as many people. Mm-hmm. You know, he went from walking four people per nine to 2.4. That's what you got to do. His strikeouts to walk uh, ratio was at an all-time high for him at 5.14. I mean, that's how you get things done. He's always had the stuff. He's just been erratic and wild. He falls behind counts, has to groove fastballs. If he gets ahead of hitters, he's got one of the nastiest secondary pitches in the game. That slider is disgusting. He lost a perfect game because the slider is so freaking good. so good. Yeah, he hit Roberto Perez on the foot. It was so nasty. (laughs) This guy's awesome. And of course, every single team has interest in him because you can play the injury card with him and they can say, you know what? We can look at a two or three year deal with this guy. MLB trade rumors has him projected right now for one year, 25. Now, if you're a, yeah. Wow. If you're a team, why not say, I'll give you three years, 20 a year, three years, 60. I'm sorry. Well, this is a guy that can, why not i will answer the why not tell me why because even last year in his healthiest of seasons he still missed time and remember at the end of the year they were like i mean he was fighting to even get on the playoff roster because of health issues so that's why i mean i don't in in our world where we live we always were like yeah three years 20 it's not a big deal but in the real world where you make your living as a decision maker, it's not that easy to give it to a guy who does not have a healthy track record, even in his healthiest of seasons. I just don't think that that's going to hamstring a franchise. The upside is worth the risk, in my opinion. So you give him, say, okay, let's put it down to 17 a year. Does that make you feel better? Not three years, 51. I, I, I would be shocked if he got three years. I'm almost positive he'll get at least two years with an option. And it's going to take that. And, that, and when a, you have all these teams, Chris, like you said, many teams interested, that's all it takes. Hey, yeah. you want me? Give, guarantee that third year. I, I, I'd be willing to bet quite a bit of money that he lands at least two years with an option. Okay, so let's just take a look at some of the teams that are interested in him, according to this report. Yankees, does it make sense for them when they've got question marks all over the rotation need, in terms of injuries? Yes, yes okay. it makes sense. Red Sox, because yes, they're bringing in sense. some older guys who have injury issues, right? Waka, Paxton, those are guys that have been good pitchers at this level, but it always comes with the but. Does that sure. make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. This guy fits on every team, Chris. It doesn't matter. You can name every single team in the big, because I'm going to say it makes sense for them because the upside is so 
so high with him. Here's where if he ends up, if roughly the money is about the same and he doesn't get any more than a two-year deal plus a mutual option, which means that really it's just a two-year deal because the team could always say goodbye with a mutual option. San Francisco. Yeah. Those are the places where short-term deals go to live right now, right? DeSclafani, Wood, Gossman last year, right? Accepted the qualifying offer. So all those guys were on basically show-me deals, and they all did well, and they all got multi-year deals off of it. So if I'm Rodon, I'm thinking – San Francisco, 107 win team, good place to pitch. Why not? And and remember, this guy got DFA'd. Yes, he did. It and then he a, signed a year back ago, right around you know, right around this time where it happens. So if I'm him, yeah, he went back to the White Sox because he was comfortable. Now that you had that success and you can choose your suitor, I would say White Sox. See you oh later. well, that's the one place I think he's definitely not ending up because they've got so many guys under contract. They've got guys they're going to have to extend, like Lucas Giolito of the Rose rotation. They want to get Kopech in that rotation now. So that there's really not a spot for him there, in my he opinion. He fits there. He fits everywhere. He fit. I'm, you understand what he I'm fits saying. On, he fits on our blitz ball team. Whatever you need, man. Mm, I don't know. The he blitz ball is hard. hard to control. That, <laughs> walk, right. that strikeout to walk rate <laughs> might not be as good in blitz ball. Look, as long as he goes somewhere and continues what he did last year, and I don't know what the mechanical adjustment was, if it was just him healthy, mm-hmm. but like getting the ball over the plate with it, with a guy like him, like I said, a secondary pitch is that slider is just so nasty. He has to be in the right count to use it, and that's what he did all this year. All right, um, there was actually some news, oddly enough, during the lockout that the league approved the Justin Verlander two years, fifty million back sure. to Houston. It was very strange because remember, once the lockout happened, everybody said, well, Verlander didn't never officially sign. There were still some, you know, I's that weren't dotted and T's that weren't crossed. Well, apparently the league said, okay, this is fine. So he's going, he's going yeah, whatever, back to sure. Houston. What, what else do you guys want to do? It's a lockout, but can carry on. If you, only they can carry on though, not the other side. By the way, is that, is that a good sign? Or does that not matter during the lockout that something like this was allowed to pass through, even though it seemed like it was small, more minor details than anything else? I don't really know. Okay. I think it's a good sign. I'm very positive about this. I'm hoping that talks are ongoing and they're figuring things out. I'm happy for JV. Yeah. You know, that takes, you know, a little bit of stress off his plate, although, you know, it doesn't really $50 million really? he might find under his couch cushion. I was going to say, he and Kay are good. <laughs> They're good. good. But the question I had isn't so much having to deal with the minutia of him, you know, re-upping with Houston, but rather what it means to the franchise. Let's remember, they made it to the World Series last year. So right now, are they trending up, down, or is it arrows sideways with this franchise? I honestly think they're still trending up. Now, I know they lost. I'm going to explain. I know they lost Correa. Got to fill those shoes. They Not have officially some... yet. Sure, you're right. They can still bring him back. I think there's a chance. I think they're going to fill that with somebody really good, whether it's Correa or it's Story. Uh, the thing that we forget about is they didn't have Lance McCullers last year at the end of the year. Like, they're mm-hmm. getting him back. Okay. They're getting uh, now Verlander. 
back. Mm-hmm. Like it's just two big additions to the rotation. They still have all of their key guys in the lineup. I'm looking at their depth chart right now. They still have Guriel, Altuve, Bregman, Brantley, Tucker. Like it's a good lineup. Like this with team all is good. You know, we've been very excited based on what the Mariners have done so far this offseason, right? Picking up Robbie Ray and trading for Frazier. And it feels like there's still another good move to be made. The Angels, they added Syndergaard to the rotation, but they really fortified their bullpen. Nice job. Mm-hmm. The Rangers have made an enormous splash, but that's a team that, you know, lost 102 games last year. So do we really think that they're going to be much of a pest on the behind of the Houston Astros? Probably not. Um, and then the A's are unfortunately sell, sell, sell. So I would point them arrows sideways. I, okay. I couldn't until I see what they do with that shortstop position and they lost Kendall Graveman. Now I think Hector Neris will do a solid job. Um, he's been one of the best strikeout pitchers out of the bullpen in recent years. So I think that that's a good pickup. I thought Graveman was a great pickup for them mid season. Sure. So I could not say when, if a team's about to lose Carlos Correa, I don't care who you replace him with. And I think Trevor story is a damn good baseball player. I cannot say arrow up. I can't. Okay. I, I'm a big believer in this team. So I think that, you know, getting those guys back in the rotation, we'll see what happens. To the shortstop position. I love the bullpen. The entire bullpen's nasty. It is. I it forgot is. to and mention gotta... Jordan Alvarez before when I was listing all the players. Oh uh, yeah. We forgot about Air Jordan. Jordan. Dude, that is such a good squad. It's so man. good, dude. It really is. Because, yeah, they're going to get – even if they bring it – I mean, if they get Trevor Story – now, I don't know how he'll perform in October compared to a guy like Correa, who's been one of the better postseason yeah. players in recent years. But during the regular season, he's going to be great. You know, he's a great defender. He's athletic. He can do a lot of things. But that, he'd be a superstar there. He just fits that team. He like I, it just makes sense for him to be there. And he goes from one hitter's ballpark to another. You know, we always talk about Coors Field and this and that. That place in Houston ain't bad for hitting either. Yeah. All right. Um, our buddy Jeff Passan mm. reported something interesting that the Blue Jays were in the sweepstakes for Corey Seager before he eventually signed on with the Texas Rangers. Passon reported that the Blue Jays were the mystery entrant in the Sager sweepstakes, but they too were unwilling to match Texas's mega offer, which ended up being $325 million. So obviously they spent on Gossman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they extended Barrios. But mm-hmm. what is the next move you would make if you were the Toronto Blue Jays and trying to get to the postseason? It's tough. I mean, they're they're – pretty set there like i like their bullpen what they have there you know you can always add arms so that's usually my go-to answer get some more arms in there i'm gonna go a different route now for the people okay Mm -hmm. look at their lineup it's pretty right-handed heavy okay so i would go after a left-handed bat doesn't even have to be you know a starter necessarily or maybe it's a guy that you put in a dh so a big a big left-handed bat and i don't really know who that would be you know, Corey Dickerson was there at the end of the year. He's a left-handed bat. He's also a free agent. Maybe they bring him back. They just need some balance in there. Because I think, do they only have one left-handed bat and it's Biggio because he's switch? No, he's not switch. I think he's lefty. He's just he? lefty. But I think he's the only left-handed bat, if I'm not mistaken. So I would go balance out my lineup a little bit. I'm trying to think who left the left-handed bats are on the market. 
you know, you have like guys like Rizzo or Schwarber or something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe Schwarber could be a good pickup for them. Slot him in at the DH. Then you got Guriel, Teoscar, and Springer out there in the outfield. Schwarber could hit some bombs. Sure can. So I think that would be my move. Balance the lineup out a little bit with a left-handed bat. I was thinking a little bit bigger. Okay. Two things. Uh, I still think that they need a, a, a really bona fide arm at the back end. And okay. there's still, I don't think Kenley Jansen's going anywhere. I still think he's going to end up back with the Dodgers. Uh, I thought maybe Dodgers angels, but now that Iglesias went back to Anaheim, I think that he ends up staying up the five freeway, but I would okay. make a play for him. But the other move I would do, and I can't believe I'm saying this because it's paining my heart. I'd make a play for Jose Ramirez. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Every, yeah. Another guy, everyone should be going after. Right. I mean, most team friendly <laughs> contract in baseball, you know, it's got this year, I think, plus another option after this very affordable prices. We know that the hierarchy uh, of Shapiro and Atkins came from Cleveland. So there's that working relationship. Um, there's a bunch of young players on the blue Jays. I know that they traded away a couple of their top prospects in Berea's, but you know, Cleveland who's going through this name change, they could get somebody off their major league roster, right? Tay Oscar would fit exactly what Cleveland needs. They need something in the outfield. And then you go real young. You know, I, I would go, I'd pry Pearson out of their arms. I mean, you're, you're talking about probably the best third baseman in baseball. I think they would do that. Yeah, you tell me, you said Tay Oscar and Pearson? And more. You know, they'd probably yeah. have to give up yeah. Kirk behind the dish because Cleveland doesn't have really – an everyday okay. catcher. They've got a couple of guys I mean, in in hedges and uh, Sandy Leone. I love better. the move. Again, he's one of those guys that fits everywhere. I guess you then you would slide Biggio or uh, Espinal to second base. Yeah, I mean whomever, right? Yeah, and they, they still yeah. have Gritchick up there to go play the outfield. It's interesting. I like it. I mean, you know, of course you want to make that move. I I don't know. I, I'm. Curious to see what the Guardians do with him. Well, they could get a haul right now. Yeah, that's the thing is that that's be a lot of suitors too. Totally, totally. So you could pretty much name your price with a guy who's got two years left. You know, Mm -hmm. they just picked up the option for this year. There's one more option that's like maybe 13 million bucks on him. 13 million for a guy who's producing at a level of a guy who's over 30 million dollars. I cannot believe the player he's turned into, dude. Right. Oh my gosh. I saw the guy come up. Yep. Good little ball player. But he you were like, yeah, his... he'll, you know. He turned himself into a superstar. Superstar. And he has got all the swag on top of it. He would fit in perfectly up there in Toronto with what they're trying to build. Man. And I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm not rooting for it. I'm just saying that if I was Toronto, that's the direction I would look. We were going to hit him one game. I know because of I told you the you know, story. Yeah, that homer. Yeah, I, I remember Molitor yelling from the bench. Yeah, Kurt Suzuki, Molitor. Everyone was pissed at that guy. But now, yeah. you know, now the game you celebrate that way. So, yeah. Who was in the wrong? Who was in the right? We'll see. Speaking of celebrate, you yeah. know, it's December. Not a lot of people get married in December unless you're a baseball player because it's yep. really the safest time to go. You're past the postseason. You're far away enough from spring training where people aren't you know, worried about traveling. It's, this is like the heart of your baseball off season. And so Aaron judge got married. Mookie Betts got married. 
Uh, beautiful ceremonies, according to social media. Uh, wasn't invited to either, right? You didn't Me get neither. invited, did you? No, I didn't. Okay. I suppose my big question is, and this is more for bets than judge because he has yet to receive his, you know, tens of million dollars extension, which he will shortly. When you get invited to Mookie Betts' wedding, do you have to bring a gift? Let me tell you something about these rich people. One thing they don't want is more stuff. So I'm, I'm assuming, this is me assuming, I'm assuming Mookie, you know, said, if you want to give us something, here's our foundation. Make a charitable donation to our foundation. That's Fair usually enough. what happens. Yep. But I will say, it's like the funnest part about getting married, your honeymoon and like getting all this free stuff. Is it really? Because when you come home it. from the honeymoon, your house is inundated with packages. It's, it's awesome. It's a little overwhelming about? too. It is a little overwhelming. Yeah. Then you start to realize, man, I, you go around that zapper at the store and you're like, I zapped some pretty silly stuff I'm ever going to use. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I always tell people, invite as many people to your wedding as, as you can and just have a huge registry. Okay. A lot of people are going to say, nope, they'll still get you your present. How many people came to your wedding? It was pretty big because my wife's Egyptian. And so for them, every single person is like a cousin, even though they're oh. not really a cousin. So right. it's like, we probably had 200 ish. Yeah. We were about 180. but then again, remember I was, I was, I was the road team. We had it out yeah. here in LA and I, so, you know, from Cleveland, there weren't that many people that made it, but there were a few, there were a few. Just, I mean, how long have you guys been married? What? 10 and 10 years? We're nine years in January. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, long time. We got 25 coming up next year. That's awesome. 25. Let's go on a vacation. Years. When's your, when's your anniversary? September 6th on the spot. I put you on the spot right there. No, you're not putting me on the spot. Michelle doesn't remember. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, you're not coming on air. Just poke your head in here so you can just answer a question. You don't have to come on. <laughs> What's the date of our anniversary? Okay, good. She crushed it. Good work, Michelle. All right. Okay. I'm busted. January What's our favorite wedding gift that we ever received? Oh man. A pasta tray? maker. From that that place my mom used to shop at? Nambe. Oh yeah. I forget what that place was. Oh, it was a lucite tray. Okay. Uh, what is that? A tray? I have no idea. A tray, Michelle? Like what about like a juicer or a sweet coffee machine or No. 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 We did did you get a bread maker? No. We somebody sent us a bread maker. <laughs> That was like a big thing in the late 90s. They're like, you have to get a bread maker. I'm like, really? I can go down to the street to get a loaf of bread for like $250. Not, not early COVID, you couldn't have. You, everyone was That's making true. bread at home. Bread maker would have come in handy. Of course, I wouldn't have had the right ingredients in order to make all that shit. Lord have mercy on us. Sourdough making had a, its moment during COVID. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> all right, what do you have coming up on John Boy Media? Let's go. I have, uh, well, Jake and I recorded an episode of Talking Baseball yesterday. We, we talked about Jason Stark's article on how to fix tanking, which is I saw a that. really interesting article. It was. He kind of broke it down. Uh, By the episode. way, I love Jason Stark. He's a good, good human being. I don't think I've ever met somebody who loves baseball yeah. more. He is so into it, and he's a, he's a phenomenal writer. And he makes some good points there. So we talked yeah. about that. I have an mm -hmm. uh, episode of Sequence coming out today. 
uh, and I forget who it's on or what it's about. Let me Are think for a second. I really don't remember. Oh my god, you must have had a hell of a time at the Monday night game. Are you still drunk? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I had to drive last night, so I, I kept it chill. Good right, boy, bro. And I had to work this morning. This is hard work. Sorry about that. We could have gotten a replacement if you wanted to go have you know go tie one on with the boys. I'm actually really trying to think about what my episode of sequence is. Oh, spoiler alert! Everybody already knows what happened at this at bat. That's the Chapman versus Altuve at bat. You oh know that. Gosh. Yeah. Well, you're really you're really poking at the bear. I was going through things. I realized that a lot of the games from last year are not available to me anymore because it's a lockout. I know. So I had to dig back uh, in the archives a little bit, and I and I wanted to go over that at bat. And we talked. I talked a little bit about. You know, everyone said he had a buzzer on, and that those rumors kind of got um, dispelled. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Yeah. Know. But we talked about the bat, and, and maybe was he sitting on that 2-1 pitch, and it, mm-hmm. it was fun. It's good to go over it and kind of relive that moment. Um, I mean, crazy at bat. You know, brought him to the World Series. That's one of the all-time postseason uh, at bats. Uh, latest episode of the Rose Rotation is out with Stephen Brault of the Pittsburgh Pirates. We had our discussion last Friday. Um, super interesting, in part because, hey, he's just a really interesting dude, and I love his mm-hmm. presentation. His voice on these things cracks me up. I love it. So I'm just playing a lot of video games with my friends in San Diego and, you know, trying to get healthy. Um, so he got DFA'd by the Pirates right before the lockout. Mm-hmm. And this is an organization he had been with for seven years. So we kind of broke down the anatomy of how this happens. Who calls you? What are your emotions? What do you do next? How do you start getting ready for a 2022 season when you aren't allowed to talk to anyone? And particularly when you're coming off a season in which you made less than 10 starts because of health. So there's a lot of ground to cover. He was honest about everything. Um, I was amazed. I guess I shouldn't be amazed because of who he is. Um, he's very positive. He really is. And maybe that's just how you have to make it in this world. You know? Well, I'm happy he is. It's not uh, an easy thing getting, especially your first time getting DFA after you've been with an organization for quite some time. I mean, it's scary, especially now. I mean, the circumstances for him are, are much different uh, than when I was DFA for the first time. Yep. Obviously there's the lockout. Like you said, you can't even talk to teams. But it's scary. You start to think worst case scenario, worst case scenario. Am I going to be a big leaguer ever again? You know, is baseball done with me? The guy's still a stud. He's going to find a job. Yes, he will. Just keep working. That's it. Yep. That's it. So we cover a lot of good stuff. Check it out on the Rose Rotation. Uh, And uh, if you haven't had a chance, go read the athletic article. Stephen Nesbitt was nice enough to do a nice column on me joining John Boy. And uh, it's been about a year since I made the announcement that I wasn't going to be retained by MLB Network, but there was a lot of good stuff on our company and kind of where we're going and how I see it through kind of a different lens than maybe some of the younger people that work here. And I just, I want to say how happy I am. I know that there was, you know, obviously it was an emotional time a year ago, but it's been great, dude. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks to a guy like you. Woo. Well, I was a little upset. I didn't really get mentioned as much as I would have liked in that article. I know. I get it's about you. It's fine. Uh, let me pump your gas a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Open yeah, that sure. tank up. See, Rose, you're a legend. Well, and we're lucky it. to have you. Okay? I appreciate it. I'm as lucky soon to have as you guys, as soon as you got put on the waiver wire, we scooped you up, baby. Yeah. 
yeah, and we're better for it. And you've made everyone here better. And everyone well, I appreciate is very uh, happy that you are a part of the fam. Dad. No, are you kidding me? It's been an awesome journey. It's been, a, you know, I talk about how it's, it's different. It's a, it's a different world than linear television, but I love it. Uh, we're going to keep working. And like I said, in that column, my old place of employment, you go turn on that channel, you'll find old games, which are cool, but you're not going to find anybody talking about baseball. We're not going anywhere. And that's why we need you guys to lend us a helping hand. Once again, the John Boy Media survey is up. Just click on the link that's here in our YouTube. Um, if it's audio only, just come on over and click the link. And, and we need you to do a few things. Tell us what you like. It, this takes less than five minutes. Tell us where we can improve. Tell us what you don't like. We need to hear that stuff too. It's how we get better as a company. And in addition, we want to help you out because you're going to get 20% off at the John Boy Media Shop, which has got great stuff. You still have a little bit less than two weeks before the big day, before Christmas. So do your shopping now, get 20% off, fill out the survey, it takes less than five minutes. So we are helping you by saving hmm. money and you are helping us by becoming a better company. It's win-win. Okay? I keep looking at you in that pink hat, man. Don't you love it though? Robbie. I do. Robbie, I isn't do. this a good hat? I like it a lot. You look very good. It's not about me looking good. I'm just saying the hat looks awesome. Oh, the hat's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of the hat. I love the hat. It's not me. Oh, I don't care about it. I'm trying to work on getting the second chin away. God. I don't know what I do All about right. that. All more, right. More man. cardio, less eating. All right. Listen, dude, have a great day. Uh, we're back at it Thursday, right? Thursday on baseball yes. today. Okay? Dang right we are. Hell yes. Let's keep it going. Thanks very much to everybody that subscribes to the channel, that consumes the products, because we want to be your baseball home. Number one baseball home. That's what we're striving for. We'll see you Thursday on Baseball Today.